The order of the Mesechtes and Mishnayis in Seder's Royim first comes Mesechta Peya, which talks about the laws of how much you have to leave at the edge of your field that you're supposed to leave for the poor. Then comes Demai, which are the laws of if you're not sure if somebody gave Meiser. Um, that you have to give meiser and how that's treated, it's a suffolk, and what the laws are, pertain to that. And then comes Mesech the Kilayim, the laws of how you're supposed to keep uh, different uh, plants in different places, not to mix together different plants. That's how it is in the Mishnahis. The Ramam explains the reason, because Mesech the Peya, the reason Mesech the Peya comes first, is because in our Parshim, in Parshim Kedoshim, it says first the pasuk First, it tells us the laws of peya, and then it goes on to talk about not to plant your field kilayim, and that's why the mishnah is ordered that way as well. And the reason that the the in the mishnayis the mai is put in the middle between them is because peya is a gift to the poor. In the Mai, there are certain advantages for the poor as well, because you are allowed to give the Mai, feed it to the poor. So he, he follows that after Peya, and then he goes on to Kilai. And that's why he put the Mai next to Peya. But according to this, and the way the Rambam is, uh, himself explains it, why does the Rambam in Sefer Yadachazaka, he puts Kilayim first, and only after that Hilchus Peya? Why does he reverse the order? Especially that it's based on a Pasuk. So the Radvaz gives two answers for why the Rambam puts a different order. And he says, in the, the previous halachas before the laws of Kilayim, which starts the book of Zroim, it ends with Helchus Erech and Acharomim, the laws of Cherem, like Hektish and things like that. In the last chapter of Helchus Erech and Acharomim, at the beginning of the chapter, the Rambam says, on the 15th of Adar, Bezdin would turn their attention to research and uh, make sure that everything was happening, whatever the community needs uh, was getting done and in matters of hektish, if somebody owed money to hektish, they would turn their attention to that. Where does that halacha and the Rambam come from? It comes from a Mishnah. The Mishnah is in Mesech Tashkolim. On the 15th of other, uh, they would do everything that the community needs and then at the end the Mishnah over there concludes and they would also go out to inspect Kilayim to make sure that the fields that people planted did not have mixtures of, uh, of plantings and if they did they would uproot those plants so that there wouldn't be the violation of Kilayim and that's why because the Mishnah from which the Ramam takes the first halacha in the last chapter of Milchus Erev Chimacharamim talks about Kilayim that's why he goes on to teach the laws of Kilayim immediately following the laws of Erechem Echaramim. Another answer that he gives is because the laws of Kilayim include in it all kinds of laws, not just agricultural Kilayim. It's not just about plants being mixed together. It talks about trees being pl- planted or grafted into each other. It talks about in a vineyard with the wheat. It talks about animals not to be interbreeded and it talks about animals not to be worked together and about shotness of clothing that you're not allowed to mix together different types of threads or, or wool and linen and clothing. And since the, um, Kalayim is such a general principle the Rambam always begins with general principles and only then does he go on to teach Peyo which is a specific 
halacha, the laws of peya. But though, both of these answers are difficult to understand because why does the Rambam reference a Mishnah which he doesn't even mention? In the halachas of Erechem V'charamim, he never even mentions that the Shluche Bezdin, the agents of the Bezdin, would go out to check about Kilayim. So why is he following it up with the laws of Kilayim? And why is he referencing something that is at the beginning of the last chapter of Hilchas Erechem V'charamim, when at the end of the last chapter of Hilchas Erechem V'charamim, he talks about the laws of uh, a person shouldn't give away all of his uh, assets to, to Hektish or Tetzstaka that he should give only 20% maximum of 20% so he's talking about the laws of giving gifts to the poor why doesn't he go immediately to the laws of gifts to the poor at the end of the laws of Ilchaz Erech and Vicharamim, he talks about gifts to the poor it, it's a natural transition into the laws of Peya which is the gifts to the poor his second answer is also difficult to understand because he says that Kilayim is a general principle and, and has many details. But the Rambam doesn't have a laws called Hilchas Peya. The Rambam's Hilchas Peya is included in, begins the laws of Hilchas Matnas Aniyim, the laws of gifts to the poor, which is also a very broad subject, which includes many details, Peya and Leket and all kinds of different, Maiserani, all kinds of different gifts to the poor. So he could have started with that general principle before the laws of Kilayim, which are a general principle, and then he would be following the order of the Psukim. So therefore these two answers seem to be difficult to understand. So the Rebbe offers a, a logic for how to understand the book of Zroim that the Rambam, how the Rambam structured the book of Zroim, the Sefer Zroim. The Rambam does it in chronological order. How do these things happen in reality? So at the very beginning, a person is getting ready to plant his field. That's the first thing. So therefore you have to know where you can plant, where you cannot plant. Well, how can you plant? So Kilayim is the first part of, of agriculture. Then he goes on, when you're reaping, when you're harvesting your, your field. So the first thing is Hilchas Peya. You have to know how to harvest. You have to leave a section of your field unharvested for the poor. Then he goes on, because he's talking about the gifts to the poor, he talks about all the gifts to the poor, including some of them which are in agriculture as well, leket, shikha, and so on. And then he goes on to talk about some other laws of gifts to the poor, which don't necessarily pertain to um, planting and so on. Then he goes on to talk about after you've finished harvesting and you finished all the other processes that you have to do to the wheat uh, which ends with having a, a mound of wheat in your silo which is when the laws the, the obligation to give truma and meiser sets in at that time so then he begins to talk about those laws truma, meiser, meiser sheni netaravai which means the fourth year after the orla which is also similar to Maiser Sheni, that's why he puts them together, and Bikurim, and that's the structure of Sefer Zeroim, it goes in chronological order. Only then does he go on at the end to talk about Shemitah and Yoivel, which only the, the prohibition to plant in Shemitah and Yoivel, because that only happens once in seven years, and once in 50 years for Yoivel, so therefore that's at the very end, after six cycles of the Hilchas Zeroim, comes the last thing which is now once in seven years you're not allowed to do any work so that gives a logic to 
the way he structured Hilchas Rain, Seif Rain, which explains why he put Kilayim before Peya, before Matnasanim. Now the Rebbe goes on to explain these things, and it, it's a much smoother explanation if you look at it from the inner dimension, from the dimension of Chsidis. That explains it even better. By first, exp- uh, we have to ask the question. We mentioned, we referenced the Mishnah at the beginning of Shkolim, Mesech Shkolim. It says over there, Be'echad Ba'adar, on the first of Adar, Shchedush Adam Hashmiyam al Shkolim, the Bezdin would announce about the Shkolim, it's time to give your Shkolim, and Klayim, and about Kilayim that you shouldn't plant in a way that is prohibited. And since the order of things is very important, we have to understand the order in which these things are, were announced. First Shkolim and then Kilayim. It would seem that Kilayim, which is, such a, which is a very big prohibition, and it uh, pertains to every single Yid, and you can violate it very easily, even if somebody uh, planted and then just lets it grow, just for letting it grow, you're violating Kilayim. So that's a very critical and a, and a very serious announcement that has to be made, that people shouldn't violate the laws of Kilayim. When we talk about Shkolim, first of all, it doesn't inc- women are not chayev to give Shkolim. And the Shkolim are given so that they could bring the Korbanus for Rosh Nisan. That's why they announced in Rosh Chedesh Adar, because in Rosh Nisan began the new year for the Shkolim, and the uh, Karbonus of the new year after Rosh Nisan were taken from the new collection, and not used, they didn't use the old collection from last year for the Karbonus. But still, what happens if somebody forgot, he didn't have, didn't have a chance to send in a shekel? They would include him into the, the Karbonus as well, because they said, we're including anyone that has already given the Shkolem, anyone that is still has to give the Shkolem. So everybody was included. So it doesn't seem as critical as the question of Kilayan. So why did they announce about Shkolem before they announced about Kilayan? Or why does the Mishnah reference the announcement about Shkolem before the uh, announcement about Kilayan? So to explain this, the Ramban says, it gives the explanation of why is there a prohibition of Kilayim, of mixing together different species. And he says the reason is because Hashem set a certain pattern into the creation. Grass should be here and trees should be here. Each tree should give fruit, liminoi, of its own species. So when a person mixes together and puts different plants in different places, he, up, he upsets the, the plan that Hashem set into motion in creation. If he grafts different types of species of fruit into the same tree, it's not lamina anymore. The Hashem intended for things to be in groupings all their own. The reason for the shkolim and this uh, emphasis on everybody giving their shkolim on time and that the new Rishchidosh uh, <coughs> Nisan is going to be from the new uh, collection is because the same thing applies, the same idea applies here too. We're not supposed to mix together the resources from last year with the resources from this year. Spiritually speaking, the resources that you got for spending on Carbonus in this year have to be used in this year. For next year, we have other resources that should be spent, and we don't mix them together. And that's why Rosh Nishan, which is the new year for this matter, we don't use the money from last year after Rosh Nisan. So the announcement of the Shkolim and the, uh, and the Kilayim is similar in its idea. We don't mix together two things that don't belong together. 
Now, since we know that Hashem looked into the Torah to create the world, which what that means is that everything in the world originates in Torah. The way it is, the way Hashem envisioned it in the Torah and wrote it into the Torah, that's how we created the world. It evolves from what's in Torah. So therefore, making sure that the holy service in the Besamigdash should be from the proper year and not mix together resources for one year, that's a spiritual, that's the Aveda of Yidin. That talks in Torah, this is how it should happen. When it happens correctly there, when we make sure that it happens correctly there, then the reality of the world the way things express themselves in the animal world and in the plant world and the rest of the creation will evolve will also be done correctly will also end up being done correctly that's why it starts with and then goes on evolves into in the physical material sense and that's why when they announced on Rosh other about the Shkolim, but they didn't do anything yet about the Shkolim, they announced it. And they announced about the Kilayim, but they didn't do anything yet about it. Then on the 15th of other, they started already providing Shkolim. There were the traders that used to make available Shkolim were there, set up their tables already, and they were doing it. It started happening. That's when the Besden sent out the agents to go inspect the fields and to make sure to uproot any kilayim because if shkolim is already happening then kilayim already can happen and that's why on the 15th of other they also sent out the, the uh, agents to make sure that the hektish which means anyone that committed made a, a, a pledge to give a carbon or to give money to hektish they made sure that it got done before the end of the year, before it crossed over into the next year. That's why it's all associated. That's why they sent, for the, all these things, they sent agents at the end of the year. And just like this is true for not mixing together time, meaning from this year to next year, and not mixing together the area, you know, places in the world, uh, agriculture or animals in the reality of the world, the same is true for the third of the three, which is nefesh, humankind. Because you know that creation is divided into time, space, and humankind. So in humankind, there's also the same kind of thing. Hashem gave each person a certain amount of resources, assets. What do you do with those assets? You, should, you have to give, you are given a certain amount that is only in trust to you to be, because you're supposed to distribute it to the poor. There's a certain amount that you're obligated to give to the poor. That Hashem gave you only as a trust to give to the poor. But the part, the other four-fifths, that's 20%. The other 80% is meant to be spent on your needs, on your family's needs, and so on. So the Rambam says, you're not meant to give your assets, the things that are meant to be spent on your family, you're not meant to give it to the poor. Don't mix together two worlds. The poor have to get what they have to get. You have to get what you have to get. So that also is the same concept, not the Rambam is saying at the end of Hilchas Haram, that what was given to you, you should not give it all away. Don't mix together the world of the poor and, the, and what's meant for you. So he begins the last chapter of Hilchus Erechem Haramim, which talking about the Bezdin would send out agents to make sure that there was no Kilayim mixture, that everybody had given their hektish that they are meant to give. 
sorry, the Rambam doesn't mention Kilayim mixture. He mentions only that the hektish was taken care of properly. That is the spiritual idea of in in Shona, in year, that you shouldn't mix together the hektish from last year with the hektish of this year. Shkolim, the shkolim from last year with the shkolim of this year. Then he goes on to explain how it pertains to people. Don't take the money that is meant for you and uh, mix it into the, the money that you give to the poor. Keep them separate. Then he goes on to speak about Kilayim, which is how these things carry out in the reality of the world. So then why does he continue on with Matnas Aniyim? Because one could, it could come up with the idea, which there was Turnus Rufus Arusha, the, the Gemara says, already came up with the idea, that if Hashem made poor people and He made rich people, He made me rich and He made him poor, should I upset the vast eternal plan of Hashem and give away my money to the poor? He's meant to be poor. So the Ramam says, no, 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 no. It's taki. You're not supposed to mix up what belongs to you and give it to the poor. But Hilchas Matnas Aniyim is an obligation on every yid. There is an, a certain amount that Hashem gave you for the purpose of distributing to the poor. And that's not included in the mixing up of different assets because that belongs to, to the poor. And that explains why the Rambam puts Kilayim before he goes to Matnas Aniyim because it's following a certain pattern of how the, the concept is that things should not be mixed up and there's a certain order it starts with how it originates in Kedusha, in Torah, goes on to talk about how it applies to people, and then it goes on how it applies in the world.